Okay, so hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Hey in the Clouds with Benaya Speaks. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not, then, you know, welcome. <laughs> okay, so this week's episode is going to be talking about secrets or like problems within the black community that I feel like need to be discussed because y'all, it's time to discuss them. It's no way that I'm about to be 19 years old and we're still having the same issues, but we're just going to jump right into it. So our first issue would be how black families shame mental health. I feel like that's a major problem, especially with our, our black men because they grow up and they don't know how to communicate their feelings or they're stuck in this mindset where they think that showing a feelings makes them weak or communicating makes them weak or crying makes them weak or they get into these relationships where they're putting these girls through like so many obstacles all because they were taught not to communicate their feelings why why do we do that why do we do that to our young men why do we do that to our kids period our girls grow up thinking that they're supposed to be strong and they're not supposed to let anything bring them down which don't get me wrong that's true but sometimes a black girl is tired of being strong no one wants to be strong all the time. Sometimes I want to be vulnerable. Sometimes I want to cry about how hard my day was without feeling like, oh, I need to, boom, jump back into it the next day or jump back into it within five minutes because of this or that, you know? Y'all want to know another thing that bothers me? Parents think that a roof over your head is like the cure for depression. Like they think that just because you have a roof over your head and you have clothes on your back that automatically you don't go through nothing. You don't have no mental problems. They're just supposed to be fine. They think that a warm plate on the table means that, oh, they stellar mental health, no problems. When in reality, that's not the case. No matter how much good I have going in my life, if my mental is not the same way, then obviously my mental health is going to be, you know, in distress. Like, depression does not, is not cured from material items. Depression, who knows if depression can even be cured? All we know is that depression just happens to people. And as a parent, you're always supposed to support your child no matter what, especially when it comes to mental health. This is why we have so many suicides within the black community, with our young people and even our older people but with our young people this is why they always resort to suicide because if I'm not being hurt wouldn't you do the same if my parent is constantly dismissing my feelings telling me oh you don't go through nothing enough to be depressed what what could you imagine what could happen you know like it's really your parents' job to support your child and whatever whatever happens to them, whatever is good, whether it's bad, no matter what, you're always supposed to support your child. Black parents are famous for thinking that just because you're young that you're not supposed to go through real things in life. Like, y'all, this has never happened to me. No, I'm lying. Yes, it has. But I've heard someone's mom really be like, you're only 14. What do you have to be stressed and depressing about? And it's like, y'all. We go through real things. We're human. We're people too. No matter if we don't have a job, we don't have bills, so what? School, family, it's enough dealing with your parent every day, y'all. It is. But now I got to go to school and deal with more people and deal with work. And imagine if I'm an athlete. I got to deal with practice. I got to deal with homework. I got to deal with schoolwork. I got to come home to you in my ear. 
that's a lot for a child to go through. And y'all know in your adolescent years, that's when you start going through puberty. You're still figuring yourself out. You're still figuring your feelings out. My guys, too, if you're listening to this, don't think, oh, that's just the ladies. No, you go through the same thing. We go through random mood swings. One day I may, may wake up and not want to talk to anybody. And I don't know why. All you got to do is work with me. You feel me? Like, we go through so much. And parents will literally dismiss that and be like, oh, you you don't even pay no bills. You, what you stress for? Babe, <laughs> let me tell you something. School alone is something, okay? It's something. Y'all want to know something funny about the black community? It's our parenting. Now, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. We just touched on parenting with mental health. But when it comes to parenting, like direct parenting towards kids, oh, black parents, baby. <laughs> Black parents just take the trophy or something like y'all. Toxic. Okay, with black parents, I just want to say this right now. Strict parents create, no, strict parents create sneaky kids. So, like, if my mom was, like, real strict on me, you're not going outside, you're not getting a phone, I'm taking it. Oh, I want to grow up to be sneaky. Now, don't get me wrong for my family that listen to this. I am not perfect. I am a child. I'm still learning. I had all my, you know, high school and middle school years to adventure out in life and try things. But I'm not perfect. I made mistakes. I messed up a couple times. My mom was mad at me. Like, we're we're human. We're going to make mistakes. But your parents' reaction to your mistakes change everything. So, like, say if I skip school, right? I'm skipping school. I think I'm grown. I want to go hang out with my friends. And my mom finds out, right? Her reaction to everything is going to dictate whether or not I stop skipping school, to be honest with you. So, like, say if she, like, punches me in my face or is like, I'm going to take your phone for three months. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to be honest with you. I am going to do it again because why are you, <laughs> why would you do that? Like, if I'm skipping school, talk to me. Ask me why I'm skipping school because I'm not just going to skip school for fun. It has to be something behind it, you know? Like, no one does things without having some reason behind it. I promise you, so many issues, so so many problems will go away if you simply were to talk to your kids and listen. Because you could talk and not listen. Like, my mom always tells me I talk, <laughs> I respond just to hear myself talk, not to respond for to listen to her. I feel like that sentence didn't just make sense. But if you know me personally, you know that a lot of my sentences don't make sense when I talk. But, anywho's, a lot of problems could be avoided if you simply would just talk talk to your kids listen to your kids if your child ever comes to you like hey mom i just want to talk listen because once you listen that one time it'll just be smooth from there they'll feel open they'll want to talk to you from now on like me and my mom we have a great relationship now i feel like i can talk to her about anything previously when i was younger i didn't feel like that you know all i should do was take that one little chance to talk to me and boom problem solved now as for black parents which are parenting y'all Y'all need some help. I'm going to tell you that. Because the different ways that y'all treat y'all oldest daughter versus y'all treat the oldest son is very disgusting. Your oldest daughter will literally be like a full-blown teen mom by the time she's 16 if she has younger siblings. Black parents put so much on the oldest daughter and families. It's crazy. And it's crazy because the oldest son 
excuse my language family but y'all don't expect shit from him i swear that y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't put no no struggles on him y'all don't treat them differently they don't they aren't forced to go up they're coddled coddled let's say that again coddled yeah that's a big word they're coddled from birth they get everything handed to them when they do mess up it's never an issue everyone is like oh he's a man he's growing up he'll figure it out no Yell at him the same way you yell at me. Beat him the same way you beat me. Y'all, I promise black parents. So, so this, here's the thing. If a black parent finds out that their oldest daughter is having sex, I promise you she'll be called a whore. She'll get the pregnancy talk. She'll get, you need to use condoms. I'm putting you on birth control, whether you like it or not. But let it be the oldest son. Oh, you know what he gets? Slap on the back. Simply don't get no one pregnant. Don't bring no babies home. And I don't care what you do. But if it's a daughter, I'm a whore. <laughs> I'm a young hoe. I think I'm fast. Oh, I think I'm smelling myself. That's. I just don't get it. Why do we do that? What's the purpose behind that? Black parents kill me with younger siblings and how they get away with everything. No, mom, you need to beat him. <laughs> you need to beat him or her with that shoe and that extension cord the same way you beat me. Why Why does their age dictate what they get away with? That's just absolutely crazy to me. Like, they they don't get they don't get the TV thrown at them. They don't get the, the frying pan thrown at them. That's not fair. Why do they get treated different than us? Like, y'all, my little brother, I was never really, like, a bad kid. In my mind, I don't think I was a bad kid, but my little brother, my little brother, I'm not going to say he's bad, but he's a very interesting child. I'll say that. So my little brother, right? He goes to school one day and my man is like living his best life. He's flipping desks. He's throwing chairs. I'm like, oh, you done went to school and really showed your behind. Y'all, if that was me, I would have got whoopings. I would have got whooped in front of the teacher. <laughs> it would have been no games played. But him, you know what he did? He went home. He had lunch. He got a nice little talk. My mom did talk to him. She did tell him, like, we don't behave like that. We have some home training, you know. But if that was me, now don't get me wrong. I'm so happy that my mom has, like, healthy parenting ways, you feel me? But we're, what, babe? Where's the treatment that I got? Why? I don't get it. You know, like, why does he get this special treatment? Something else that bothers me within black families is when <clears throat> when our young people are sexually abused and our family feels the need to not, like, speak on it anymore. So, okay, so if anyone is listening to this and you're not a black person, then I'm just going to tell you this right now. So, within black families, and this isn't my family because, baby, we don't play that. But within black families, there is a trend where there will be molesters in the family, right? And someone will find out. It's always like an older parent, like an older grandma, uncle, whatever. Someone will find out. And they won't tell anyone they'll still allow this abuser to come around so in the end the victims are forced to grow up with their abuser around and they're just their feelings are validated you know like it's, it's almost like a we're going to sweep this situation under the rug and call it a day no that's not okay why are you doing that 
Why are you forcing your your victims? Why are you for? for mm, I didn't mean to curse. Why are you forcing your family to grow up around their abusers? And nine times out of ten, when they were abused, it's when they were younger. So why would you traumatize this this young child, this poor child? Even further, why would you do that? Does that make any like honestly? Does that make any sense? Now, I repeat this again. This is not in every black family. It's not because, okay, minds don't play that. But it's not in every black family, but it still does happen. I have grown up with friends who have told me these stories. And they're still forced to be around their abuser till this day. Why? We're about to be grown women. We're in college. Why? Or even with our young men, when they're abused, no one talks about it. No one feels bad. No one wants to give them therapy. It's swept under the rug. Or even now, when we get abused, men, it's invalidated. And if you are a young man listening to this, if you've been sexually abused, I'm so sorry. If you've been invalidated, I'm so sorry that it happened to you. I am truly sorry from the bottom of my heart because I know, I know how hard it is as a man to be sexually abused and no one takes it serious because you're a man. Do you know how hard that is as a black man to not have your feelings validated? You already don't have your feelings validated as a man. I'll just say that right now. Like, that's just the truth because it's always swept by the rug. You're supposed to be strong. You're not supposed to cry. But imagine being raped as a young man and then you feel like you can't tell anyone because they're gonna call you gay or they're gonna be like why it's not rape hey let a girl rape you you didn't like it do you hear the bullshit coming out of your mouth and i don't like how black families never offer therapy therapy is frowned on frowned upon wow i'm a college student but therapy is frowned upon by black families and I really hate this because everyone thinks that therapy is like for crazy people and that's not the case at all therapy is actually very beneficial I don't take therapy right now but I actually want to start taking therapy because I know that it's just normal like it's really nothing around it but black families like shame therapy and they're like I'm not crazy Uh uh-uh therapy is for white people black people are famous for being like that's that white people shit no it happens in black families too. No, we cannot keep saying everything is white people shit. Now, don't get me wrong. Some shit is white people shit. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But therapy, mental health, that's not a joke. <laughs> that's for everybody, not just white people. The same way they tackle their problems, we're going to tackle our problems, you know? That's one thing I want to invest in with the black community. As my generation... It's important that we try to fix these generational curses. I know that we aren't going to get everything done, trust me. But it's important that we fix these generation curses for our kids so these problems don't continue on. Like, I want my kids to know that you can always come to me. You can always talk to me. I'm always here. I don't ever want my child to feel like I can't tell my mom because she's going to kill me. I want my child to be like, I'm going to tell my mom because I know that she'll help me and she'll come through for me. I want my child to always feel like that. Another thing with black families, y'all, is I don't know where, where this sick idea comes from. Like, honestly, if you think like this, you, you need help. You're sick in the head. But why do black families think that 
you have to tolerate family or not. You can't cut off family. You can't cut off family, period. Babe, let me tell you something. My mom already know. We don't play them games. If that family is toxic or they're bringing more negative energy into my life than positive, you're no longer a family. Um, I don't know you. If we were on the street, I would walk past you. I no longer know you because why would I continue to have that negative energy around me? It's 2022. I'm about to be 19. I'm not having no negative energy around me. I'm not doing the toxicness. No. You see, you need to bring happiness into my life or you're gone. And that goes for myself too. If you you feel like I'm not putting no positive input into your life, cut me off. Cut me off by all cut me off snips cut me off immediately don't explain nothing just keep it moving cut me off that goes for anyone in your life but black parents always is like they, that's your family you're supposed to deal with them and don't get me started if it's an older adult in the family they think that age means that you're supposed to let them talk to you any type of way and just keep it pushing no no I don't care how old you is, grandma. You pop slick out the mouth and you not respecting me as a human. I don't know you no more, grands. We not related no more. Mm-mm. You going straight to our nursing home, too. Because, no. Mm-mm. And parents never want to hear the truth. They never want to hear the truth. As soon as you start telling your parents some facts, you know what they're going to say? You being disrespectful. Go in your room. You're punished. Because now you pop a slick out the mouth. How? How, babe? Tell me how, Jennifer. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> And now you want to say I'm being disrespectful? Child. Black parents are just some funny people, y'all. I swear. Black, you know what kills me about black older elders? They'll be like, I'm older than you. So you need to respect me and what I say goes. No. Uh-uh. That's how I was back in the 2000s and 90s. Not today, baby. Not in 2022. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> Age does not mean anything. You give respect, you get respect back. You give me disrespect, I'll give you disrespect back. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a very respectful person. I believe that you're supposed to respect all your elders. However, once your elders start giving that disrespect to you, you need to give it right back. You feel me? Right back. Now, don't let them disturb your peace. Don't do that. But as far as feeling like, oh, you need to respect them because age, baby, no, I don't. No, I do not. No, I don't. Because first of all, you old. You about to die. Why you being nasty anyway? In your final years, you should feel like I'm going to live my life in happiness and peace and flowers. I'm going to wake up and smell the rainbows. Why are you waking up angry every day, Beth? Robeth. Because we don't have no Beths. Robeth. I'm going to call you Robeth. Why are you waking up angry every day, girl? You know what else about black families that killed me? Putting kids out at 18. Who told y'all that was okay? Putting your child out at 18 with no plan, no stability, no place to go, no credit no credit score, no, not, no nothing. Why are you putting your child out? And you know what always happens? Say if I come home pregnant. No, not me, because my mom's going to take care of me. <laughs> All young ladies, when they get pregnant, you know they get put out. But that son, though, that son can stay because he didn't bring a baby home. Mm-mm. That baby can go somewhere else. Your son is always allowed to stay, but the daughter, she got to get out. She got to take care of that child. Why? Why do we do that? Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, I know that teen pregnancy 
<clears throat> I know that that's not something that you really want for your child to be doing in life, but things happen. A lot of our parents had us at a young age, and you, what you do, you still took care of us, right? So, I just don't get it. Like, why, why does teen pregnancy automatically equal, like, you're shunned, you're going to put out, you're cut off, you need to figure out a way to... No, like, I know I made a grown decision, but shouldn't you... Pregnancy is hard. Shouldn't you have my back? Shouldn't you support me in any way that you can? Especially our young mothers. Y'all, our mothers, black mothers have this, like, I don't know what it is, y'all, but it's like a mental thing with them. Like, they, black mothers are insanely jealous of their daughters. And if you're a girl and you have a, you have a black mom, because if you have a white mom, then I don't know. But (laughs) y'all know what this is for my peoples. (laughs) But if you have a black mom and you're older, probably probably about like 16, 17, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Black moms are insanely jealous of their daughters. And I don't know why. Like, this isn't my predicament, but I've had heard have stories, have heard stories. Jesus Christ, I'm a college student. I have heard stories about just crazy ass moms for no reason. Like, they'll just, I don't know, man. I don't even know. It's crazy as moms. But anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast episode. Um, We're going to end it pretty early this week because I do have some things I want to talk about. So let's just jump right into it. If you've been paying attention to my social media page and the podcast social media page, then you already know what I'm about to say. It's Black History Month, guys. So. Because it's Black History Month, we're going to be doing spotlights on black businesses all February long. Now, this may go into a just a every episode or every week thing. But as of right now, it's a black history thing because babes, we're going to uplift the black community. So, if you are interested in getting your business spotlighted on a podcast episode... Please email me at jadaapps45 at gmail.com or you can fill out an application on our Instagram page at Renaya's Clouds on Instagram. That is R-I-N-I-Y-A-S-C-L-O-U-D-S. That is Renaya's Clouds. It is a Google form. It takes about a minute, a minute or two. Um, all submissions are due by February 6, 11.59 p.m. And yeah, this opportunity isn't only for Benedict College students, because I know that's where I go to school at. It's actually for anyone who has a black business. Um, if you are a Benedict College student, then you will be interviewing with me in person, obviously. Or if you're not a Benedict College student, you're like, say, back home, you're listening to this, then you would send in an audio message. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you, and stay tuned for the next episodes. Mm-hmm.